Welcome to The Sound, KQAL-FM's weekly behind-the-scenes look at Midwestern-made music. From writing and recording to distribution and promotion, The Sound is your source for new releases and exclusive interviews from Midwestern artists. Support for The Sound is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Rolling. Today on The Sound, we are joined by Rochester-based artist Fires of Denmark as he presents his new album, Fires of Denmark Presents Volume 1. Fires of Denmark is a genre-bending dream synth performer who uses live looping of vintage synthesizers to create a unique electrifying experience. With influences coming from The Cure, Tame Impala, Mac DeMarco, Tears for Fears, and Pink Floyd to name a few, one can clearly hear both a familiar beat with a new unique flavor. Listen and take the auditory trip of nostalgia and unfamiliar beats on today's episode of The Sound with Fires of Denmark. Can't Stop Me, uh, written or uh, is it written by Jeremy Jewell? Yeah, yeah written by Jeremy Jewell. 
All right, sweet. Ella and me, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, that actually leads to a uh, a question about these songs because uh, everyone on the album, it'll say, like, written by in some places or remixes mm-hmm. of in other places. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what's the story there? This is uh, kind of my branch into, like, uh, doing a pr- producer mixtape in a way. It was a, a COVID project when I wasn't seeing my friends at shows, all these bands I used to love to see. Um, we kind of started working on these little little projects where friends writers that i know do you have any like half written songs or songs that are just like maybe you just have a verse or just a verse chorus and all and i wanted to take their songs and just completely explode them from a producer standpoint (laughs) and just add a crazy amount of composition to it right right so they uh so they make songs and you perform them uh as yes fires of denmark yes uh so then what made you so, so it's obvious you got a few friends that uh, mm-hmm. wrote these songs and you wanted to finish out for them. Yeah. Um, why did you choose these specific songs? I assume there were several. So why were these five the ones you chose? Um, well, these were all just kind of, these are the first five that I got. Uh, Jeremy Jewell, that one you just heard, it Can't Stop Me. Mm-hmm. Um, I asked him if he had any half-written songs. He sent me that, uh, like, just the verse and chorus with him singing it. And... Uh, we just knocked that thing out in probably about two hours. And it was just like, this is like, <laughs> this is fun. So that kind of led to more people where, uh, with Annie Edeking, um, we did one, she's in a band called Annie and the Bang Bang, one of my favorite live bands. And we're actually, that's going to lead to us doing a whole EP together. We've been kind of working on a handful of songs and it's kind of picking some of my favorite ones from the collections that we've done with all these different musicians. Right, you mentioned you mentioned Annie uh, Anna King, yeah. and that's yeah. actually the next song we plan to play here. So why don't we just get Heck right yeah. to it? Yeah. So this is the song "Pony," written by Annie Edeking and performed by Fires of Denmark. Where I come from Those 
Pony, written by uh, Annie Enneking and performed by Fires of Denmark, who we have here in the studio with us. Hello! So, um, (laughs) how long have you been making music? Oh my gosh, how long have I been making music? I picked up guitar when I was about 14, and um, gosh, it's probably been about, what am I, 36, whatever that math is. (laughs) But as soon as I picked up my guitar, I was right there recording... um, music with it like i started recording as soon as i got my guitar and started doing songwriting and the two and two have always gone hand in hand to me i'm always like i've always been an album person i love listening to that the artwork of an album rather than or even more than like well live shows are pretty awesome but i've always found that magic in albums and i just love doing that producing side so then since you were writing songs since you were seven what was the first one you written what was the first one uh i remember the first one i wrote uh was after like some girl said she didn't like me and i wrote something and cried and like oh music is kind of magical <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's, that's probably the first like i have no clue what that was but i remember that moment that was pretty fun <laughs> right so uh, i guess that kind of answers the question of like how did you get uh involved in music you uh kind of you use that as kind of like a medium to convey emotions yeah, it's always been something I've been fascinated with. Uh, like, I have a compulsion to write. Like, I would spend my whole high school years just in my bedroom, just writing music all the time. Not really for anyone, just mainly for myself. Um, and it's something I've continu- continued doing. If I, uh, that's one of the reasons why I wrote out this uh, mixtape project too. Was I started writing music faster than I could release it. Like, uh, one year I wrote four hundred songs in one year. I'm like, how can I physically even release this? you know out to people so i had uh started just working with other people just to get that outlet out right and speaking of working with other people you did mention the uh the small project you have going with uh annie Enneking. can you dive into that a little more oh yes she 
is such an amazing songwriter. Um, she had these, she's in a punk band called Annie the Bang Bang, and she has these solo songs with just her and an acoustic guitar. And during COVID, she came down just on my deck because we, and we had like a little window with some cables going down because we wanted to keep that barrier there. And uh, she just came down and recorded like six songs on her acoustic guitar. And we ended up making this kind of like dark disco-y album after it. I added my synthesizers and uh, drum machine stuff and it has this really unique, cool vibe. It was so hard to find a song to put on that sampler. All of them are amazing. I just can't wait for people to hear them. Well, let's let them hear another one then. So yeah. coming up, we're going to have Stuck in Minneapolis, written by James Bracken and performed yeah. by Fires of Denmark.
And that was Stuck in Minneapolis, written by James Bracken and performed by Fires of Denmark, who we have in the studio here with us today. Hello. <laughs> so, I, I am awfully curious. Why did you pick the name Fires of Denmark? Where does that come from? Ooh, good question. We were doing a naming kind of like, you know how bands do, like kind of think of different kinds of names. Right. And uh, it's kind of a play off uh, Shakespeare or, or Shakespeare's Hamlet, like there's some, something rotten in the state of Denmark. That was part of it. And then also, if I want to get really cheesy, there's a, a Kinks song called uh, Denmark Street. It's mm-hmm. whole songs about like the music industry in that time period and how you would go to Denmark Street in uh, Soho and try to sell your songs. So... Really? It's the modern vernacular of fires of, you know, it's kind of just the play on all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Plus, See, it just it passed the Google test. Unless some big giant forest fires start happening in Denmark, which is my absolute tear- <laughs> fear, fires of Denmark still pass the Google test. Really? And uh, well, <laughs> just for the context of the audience, what is the Google test? If you uh, type anytime, anytime you create anything, and especially like band names too, if you type it, you have to be able to type it into Google and have your results pop up. You know, if, if you named your best or named your aunt, uh, your band Bobcat, you know, it's probably not going to show up on the thing. But if you named it Bobcat Fireworks Explosion, maybe it would. Oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> definitely a good piece of advice for anyone who wants to get started on music. Just do something <laughs> crazy no one would ever think about. Exactly. Like King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. Yeah, see, best I... name ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, I never would have guessed that with Fires of Denmark. When I when I first heard your name, I was th- I was mm-hmm. picturing like the uh, ever erupting volcano that I believe is in Denmark. I might be wrong on yeah. that. Yeah, ooh, I like that. Um, um yeah, uh, there's been a lot of like music, and I try to like kind of like the speakers on fire at, at <laughs> you know sonically. So it's always kind of that push too, and I really like that volcano thing. I've had a lot of volcanoes in my music videos. I have to go check that one out. Really. Well, there you go. A bit of inspiration. And, yeah. You know, going on inspiration, I read that uh, you had a lot of inspiration when you started your music. Some examples include Pink Floyd, uh, Tear- Tears of Fear, or Tears for Fears, mm-hmm. excuse me, The Cure. Uh, what is it about these songs that really inspired you? Like, what is it that really got to you? Mm. Pink Floyd is like Dark Side of the Moon is an absolute masterpiece. Like, if there's a reason why it's the, it just keeps, it's on the charts every year and every generation finds it. And there's nothing like that album. And I've still yet to this day to find anything that's like that, where it mixes so genre, so many genres and so tight. And uh, so that's always my benchmark of, of music quality right there. And then, um, but lately I've been really getting into, with my new music, a lot of the dancey uh, 80s new wave, right. like The Cure and The Tears for Fears they had that pop element to the kind of like broodier lyrics and so with my newest music i've been taking a little more of a pop element to it and looking back at those classics especially like talking heads and all those but every generation that's we're living in the best time for music because we have like this time machine and everyone's kind of like almost like weeded out the stuff that's just okay we have all this amazing music from year to year to year and the amount of great songs are coming out every day mm-hmm. it's such a fun time as a music listener well if we're gonna get on good music i think it's about time we play another song from your album yeah yeah so this would be uh the want and the need written by Ooh, colin cool. scarf and performed yeah. by you fires of denmark
And that was The Want and the Need, written by Colin Scarf and performed by Fires of Denmark, who we have in the studio with us today. Hello. So, another question that brought to my mind, you talked about how you had all these different genres in uh, Pink Floyd's uh, um, album that inspired you. And the thing is, when listening to your music, I noticed a lot of it kind of goes into like a a dreamy kind of sense to it, almost like modern Mm -hmm. lo-fi. Yeah. um, Very much so. Right. Um... I really like that. Uh, I'm like being a studio musician. Um, I really don't like any kind of limitations on what I'm creating in the studio. So I play most of the instruments uh, for majority of the songs. And when I'm creating it, I like to create that landscape, almost like that dream dreamscape sense, you know, where I can put stuff anywhere in the sonic bubble of your ears. And so just being able to create this almost like surrealist um look at music to create this dreamy state you know it's just help the listener kind of go into the world of fires of denmark when they listen right right and and it's, it's interesting how you say you don't like the limitations which makes sense because yeah. uh i read about you and i see that people describe you as someone who really challenges the conventions of several genres and really pushes against it and and and, mm-hmm. and you can hear that in your music but it begs the question what genres are you trying to challenge what genres are you trying to like really go against the norms of uh, i don't i think my last album i was trying to do a lot more of that challenging thing where it was more like uh of um the relativity album was what i'm talking about trying to find the magic of music where it can take you into a whole nother world where it's not like that something that's in the background while you're driving or to work or whatever but that's something that can capture you because we've all felt that magic in music where all of a sudden you're just completely lost in a right. song. And so that last Relativity album, I tried to do that with using hypnotic rhythms and very subtle chord changes to uh, take the listener somewhere. But uh, the newer stuff I'm working on is straight pop. You know, I'm, cu- I'm cutting stuff left and right and making really two-minute long songs, <laughs> but still having that Fires of Denmark at impact where you can play with these elements 
and make something that's really catchy but still have like this raw edge or uh unique sounds to it you still have that structure that the listeners expecting yeah absolutely i mean obviously we're focusing on your album um uh the the current album you have on yeah Uh, excuse me my brain kind of farted there for a second little mixtape yeah (laughs) producer mixtape yeah um but i did listen to some of your earlier ones um and one that really jumped out to me out to me was uh interference oh Um, yeah my favorite song on there has to be like thursday oh yeah nice Uh, and tuesday Yes. Is it Tuesday? Oh, no, no, it was Thursday. It was Thursday. It was Thursday. Yes, you're correct. Oh, Sorry, right. you were correct. Well, <laughs> it's it's just an amazing part of your music. Take it from me. I love video game music. I don't think it gets enough credit yeah. because I really think it sets the scene. And I noticed that in a lot of the music you make as well. It's those vintage synthesizers, man. They have like that just full, unique, classic sound, nostalgic. Right. Way. Right. And along with that, you're, you're, you're not just playing the background, you know? Um, mm-hmm. You're you're really setting up a world with your music, and I noticed that a lot, especially with the fact that a lot of it tends to kind of like fade in, yeah, and just really draw you in. Like it's not just hitting you like a train; it's you. It's mm-hmm. almost like if you close your eyes, you can see the world constructing around you little by little. <laughs> awesome, man! That's so cool to hear that. It's uh, definitely something else, and and the thing is, you can hear your earlier works within these covers you've done. Or excuse me, these remixes are 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 covers, or what, what would you classify them as? They're completely unique songs to themselves, uh, written, you know, uh, produced songs, maybe collabs, collaborations. Collaborations, I guess. Okay, that's a fair one. Um, these collaborations, I can still hear your influence. I can hear like mm-hmm. your earlier works within them, and I think that's the that's really a really cool concept because the songs are different, but yeah. as you said, they they go into a genre that you haven't really dived uh, dove into. Mm-hmm. But, man, it, it's so surreal seeing, like, someone from somewhere else mix in with some place that they're not, they weren't part of in the first place it's and seeing it combined together. It, it, it's, almost like, uh, it's almost like bridging the gap between their music and yours. Yeah, and that's what I've been doing with my producer work. It's been really great now. I've been starting to get uh, different musicians now reach out to me and, hey, will you produce a song for me or, or produce an album for me? And they usually come because they want that to step in that world and have a song that sounds kind of in that world. And that's just been my dream. And to get that recognition that people are actually want to come into that world is kind of fun. Well, that's amazing. So you're not only like someone who writes your own songs, you're someone who could take someone's work yeah. and really morph it into your specific, uh, your specific genre of music. Yeah. I've been doing it for, you know, now that I've been having kind of dialing in my, a desired universe, sonic universe. Uh, it's been 25 years working on creating that unique sound. It's, I'm really, I'm really confident where I'm at right now. It's I can kind of any sound I want, I can kind of create. It's been a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, and I'll say it's it's really nice to listen to. Um, Thank you. Have you have you di- have you listened to Relativity yet? Uh, not the whole thing. I've actually you started. You gotta sit down. If you got 45 minutes, sit down, listen to the thing from front to back, and it will take you somewhere. It's fun. No, I started <laughs> listening to it uh, before we started this interview because, uh, you know, I was really just rushing through all your music because it's just it's <laughs> truly something else. And, and, and it's, Thank you. Like, um, it's astounding how every little instrument stands on its own. Like, yes, that's has to be there. has to do that. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely something unique because too often than not, more often than not, it's the vocals and then everything behind them. 
Yeah. But for I call you, it the karaoke, I carry it, call it the karaoke effect. That's my biggest thing. I'm always afraid of. I want to sound like I'm in the group of sound. <laughs> right. And, and you, you did a great job at that, in my opinion. Thank you. Um, it just melds so well. It's, it's like one big thing, not just a spotlight mm-hmm. and many behind it. Yeah. Um, but wow, <laughs> it's just astounding. And, Thank you so much. You know, I, I think we're uh, going to go into one more song here. So this is Sun and the Moon, you know, written <laughs> this by... This so fun. Really? <laughs> what made you say that? This is probably the most uh, uh, un uh song for me. Um, very ska, like 90s ska. John's a trombone player. Mm-hmm. And he comes in with a song that's all like uh, really kind of boppy and like uh, he kind of raps. It's like 90s ska rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard you like... say that. And I'm like, okay, this will be a fun project to do. So now then I'm going to have to like, if you listen to it, um, every eight bars, I'm trying something different to kind of keep the song moving. So that was kind of like the, the fun challenge of that one is how to make each part kind of its own unique thing. Um, yeah, it was, it's a fun one. And John's such a great guy. If you ever see Loudmouth Brass mm-hmm. play, or he plays in so many other bands as a trombone player here from Rochester, Minnesota. And great supporter of the music's arts. Well, I, I will say it's it's fitting when you say like it flows uh, with every eight bars because I'm listening to it and um and I'm not gonna lie like I said before when I listen to your music I, I can kind of close my eyes and see the events happening in my head. Yeah. I'm sure they're not the ones that you had in your head, but it's something. Uh, and I can see like the days go by with the slight mm-hmm. changes in uh. In the in slight additions you would add throughout the song, what would get taken out, almost mm-hmm. like the passage of time was flowing through it, and, and it really fits yeah. with that name Sun and Moon because yeah. you'll see them day and night, and they're ever going, they're ever changing. The moon's always chasing the sun, or vice versa. Yeah, and things change in that, but there's always something that stays consistent, and the thing that stayed consistent in that song is that it's you, and yeah. it's your, <laughs> it's your music. Yeah. Uh, man, it's really astounding. Yeah. Uh, no, I believe that's uh, you giving me a great interview here. You know, thank you so much for being part of this. Oh yeah, um, and anytime, be... man. I love chatting, especially if you're going to sell nice stuff about me. Call me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be sure to, and I'll, I'll tell you what. I, I I'll listen to music a lot more. I'll definitely recommend it to a lot of the people I I see thank as you, like, man. what kind of music do you like? This stuff. That's yeah. That really. I try to make it for music lovers. Like that's... yeah. Just amazing. But uh, before we let you go, is there anything you'd like to say to our audience before this ends? Yes. I have an album I've been working on for probably about two and a half years. Uh, I I finished all the songs, and now I'm going to try to do the promotion thing right. So through through 2023, I'm going to be releasing uh, probably about 10 songs every, like, few weeks, uh, every month. So stay tuned to Fires of Denmark. It's uh, kind of a, a disco punk kind of thing like clash uh is was one of the big inspirations um lots of horns and saxophone it's very fun uh the first song is going to be out on december 13th december 13th that's when the first song's coming out yes oh man i'm it sure is. many people will be excited for that myself included yep i got i just finished up the lyric video so that'll be up on live if that's your thing it'll be up on spotify streaming all that thing all that fun stuff all right, sweet. Well, thank you for doing this interview with us. Thank you for saying all your kind words.
make it cool I pale in comparison, I'm oh so cool You're full and round as you smile down Gratitude is the only sound Your A's are what pays the rent around here I'm a blue moon, show up once a year I'm half dark all of the time I only shine when we're both in They look a little like you and I It's gonna be a long, lonely night When my sliver of a smile is the only light When the sun and the moon are both in the sky They look a little like you and I It's gonna be a long, lonely night When my sliver of a smile is the only light Dusty crust, you take a giant leap and you're gone from us Your flames get hot when I get too near That's why I like how you look from way out here When the sun and the moon are both in the sky They look a little like you and I It's gonna be a long, lonely night When my sliver of a smile is the only light When the sun and the moon are both in the sky They look a little like you and I It's gonna be a long, lonely night When my sliver of a smile is the only light Step on the moon's dusty crust You take a giant leap and you're gone from us Your flames get hot when I get too near That's why I like how you look from way out here You're a chariot driving across the sky A flaming wheel flying by Apollo's the man, I'm in the periphery You don't smile, just wink quietly And the wolves are coming out They're gonna twist now They're gonna shout The mashed potato with the vulpine flip It's a party You get the Mercury, it's just a phase. 
Thanks again to Fires of Denmark for joining us tonight on The Sound. To hear more from Fires of Denmark, go to Bandcamp, your favorite streaming service, or firesofdenmark.com. For more deep dives into local and regional albums, tune into The Sound Wednesday nights at 6 right here at 89.5 KQAL. You can also hear previous episodes of The Sound on your favorite streaming service. I'm Giovanni Bermudez. Thanks for listening to The Sound. The Sound is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us online at kqal.org. Theme music for The Sound provided by Mike Terrell of Fires of Denmark.